Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Orange Theory Fitness. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and director of the award-winning Birkenrode Reports. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. In New Orleans, we're proud of our local businesses, and we try to support them as much as we can. If you own a local business, you have to compete for customers against every online business in the world and against nationwide businesses who have a brick-and-mortar presence here. And it's not enough just to compete on price. You're also competing on marketing, visibility, perception, name recognition, and all sorts of other variables that go into consumer decision-making. Big companies have big budgets to fund in-house departments or hire big-name agencies to take care of this kind of positioning. Local companies here in New Orleans have their own smaller but nimble and effective resources like Trepwise. Trepwise calls itself an impact consulting firm. The company's 12 employees work with established businesses and early-stage entrepreneurs to give local businesses the kind of competitive edge they're going to need to survive and grow. Blake J. Stanfield Sr. is the Director of Growth at Trepwise. Uh, Blake, welcome out to lunch. Awesome. Thank you for having me. When we talk about small local businesses, we often think of what are called mom-and-pop stores. If there ever was actually a time when most retail outlets were run by a mother and father team, those days are largely behind us. But in New Orleans, we do have a history of small specialist retailers whose products and personal service set them apart from large retailers. One of the problems that a small retailer has, though, is presenting themselves in a way that showcases their sophistication without spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on high-end photographers and campaigns. Taylor Morgan has solved this problem with a product called the Scout Guide. The Scout Guide is a guidebook with almost no text that sells the stories of specialist retailers in beautiful, stylish photographs. The Scout Guide is in its seventh year and is now in 60 cities across the country. Taylor Morgan, welcome out to lunch. Thank you for having me. Now, Blake, I'll start with you. There's uh, no doubt that working with a specialist business consultant like Trepwise is valuable for a small business, but one of the things about running a small business is that most aspects of it are, well, small, including a budget for the types of consulting services that Trepwise provides. If I'm a small business and I'm looking for a convincing reason to invest in a consultant, perhaps the best billboard you could have for your services at Tripwise is the growth of Tripwise itself. Uh, 12 employees seem like a lot of people to pay each month for a small business consultancy. That's consulting small businesses. What do these 12 employees at Tripwise all do? <laughs> uh, well, listen, we are committed to, to really fulfilling our, our mission at Trepwise, which is really to maximize the potential 
of, of organizations. And so what that looks like on a day-to-day -day is that we have nine employees that are client-facing, um, and we break off into teams. Of, of most, most times it's two, and we're helping businesses in one of three ways. So um, our work, most all of our work fa uh, falls into um, people, uh, process and then planning. So on the people side, we're doing everything from executive coaching um, to org design. Um, we're doing just mapping of, of, of organizations, um, anything that's human resources. We're doing that type of consulting work. Um, on the planning side, we do strategic planning. We do financial planning um, for uh, financial uh, strategy for, for businesses. We do org strategy. And then on the process side, we're actually process mapping um, operations for for businesses large and small um, and so we you know those those nine client facing folks are out in in either at on site with clients um, doing doing those services with them um, the other three Trumpwise folks are, are doing the the fun stuff like myself and growth I'm out uh, meeting folks and establishing relationships and helping identify uh, opportunities for Trumpwise Taylor, the Scout Guide is a very classy, high-end business directory. It's a hardcover book with full-page photos of business owners at their place of business. The photos are not overtly commercial. They're almost works of art. Each one portrays the business owner or owners in a way that tells you what their business is and reflects the feel of the business and the personality behind it. It's a really clever concept that's beautifully executed. I'm interested in the business model behind it. Are the books for sale? Do you give them away? What are the mechanics for marketing the Scout Guide? The part that she touched on about um, them being just a beautiful photo, I mean, that is very much a part of my job, is from the moment that I have an inquiry or I have someone that I'm interested in having featured in the Scout Guide, I sit down, I learn about their business, I find out what makes them unique so that when we go to create that photograph, we're making sure that those elements are highlighted. Um, and then um, the book is, is complimentary um, locally because the goal is to pull the, um, pull, the, pull the person in and engage with the local business owner. So if we were just you know, putting them all over town and you could pick them up anywhere, it, wouldn't, it would defeat the purpose of getting someone through the door to engage with the local business. Because what I'm trying to do is teach people to live a locally focused lifestyle. And you know, the more money we keep in our community, the stronger we are. So uh, the retailer themselves are paying yes. you. Yes, so it is, it, it, it's, it is advertising. However, we say that it is um, more than advertising. I actually refer to it as a national association of small businesses. And because what we do is we provide the print publication, we provide online um, directory, social media. Um, you can see the publication online. So if you're planning a trip, you can go, you know, look at the New Orleans guide, see where you want to go. You could request one to be mailed to you. Um, so we're elevating that small business to a national level. Since this is radio, I, I'm just trying to get across how beautiful these books are. I mean, like, you know how you check into a hotel, I'm not picking on Wear magazine, but it's, you know, you just know it's all, even the articles are ads, for instance, but this doesn't look like that. I mean, how did this company get started? Yeah, so it was started by two women in Charlottesville, Virginia, and um, one uh, of them owned a small business in Charlottesville. And so at the time, you know, everyone was coming into town and, you know, Charlottesville was growing and, you know, bringing in more big box stores. And they were kind of like, where are all the places that the locals go? And so she and her friend joined together and created the Scout Guide because they believed that the, the, 
photographic image pulled someone in better than a logo telling a story. And so um, by looking at that book automatically, you know that if you have 24 hours in New Orleans, you've got to go to that store or you've got to engage with that business. Now, Blake, uh, you've had a lot of success at this company. You know, Kevin Wilkins has done an amazing job getting that, uh, getting that going, a great reputation. But you're, you've reached a stage now um, where sort of like you could hire Trepwise for your own <laughs> For your own business. I mean, it, what would Tripwise 2.0 look like? Yeah, and that's actually the, the question that we're asking ourselves now. Um, we're, we're thinking about how to grow and scale uh, Tripwise itself. And so it's funny you ask that. We actually have embarked upon our own strategic planning process. So we have an internal consulting team for a consulting company. We're getting really meta. Um, without, without work. So we have a, a, an internal strategic plan um, that we're doing right now. Um, and there's an internal um, a growth team. And we're trying to figure out like how to, to grow what we're doing. Do we um, deepen our work in Baton Rouge? We have a, a ton of uh, clients uh, in Baton Rouge now. Do we broaden our work throughout the, the region? Um, do we consider open up an office in another uh, part of the country? Um, do we digitize our, our work uh, and service offerings? Um, do we create a curriculum? Like we're, we're just trying to think like what are the, the different ways in which we're going to grow and scale what, what, what Trepwise is doing because we found that we've been able to have a tremendous amount of impact on many of the small businesses like the ones that are profiled um, in the style guide. Like we, we are working with a number of, of small businesses and helping them, allowing entrepreneurs to focus on on their competency, their core competency, and we're providing the actual the business running uh, competency services. And so that's the, the work that we're doing. So now Blake's talking about, you know, whether he wants to expand geographically. Your client base, I guess not all of them, but is very condensed. I mean, you kind of own Magazine Street. Yeah, and it's funny, when I started this business... Did you not have a car you wanted someone to keep walking to? <laughs> <laughs> when I started this business, I actually... Um, I wanted very much for it not to be a guide to Magazine Street. However, as we all know, Magazine Street is what makes us stand out from every other city in America. I mean, you can't find six miles of local businesses, you know, in any other city. Um, so naturally, it grew into that. Um, of course, my goal always is to reach a wider demographic. Um, I actually own all the southeastern parishes. Um, oh, that's what I was going to so ask you. All right. The, going out to... <clears throat> Like Lafayette yeah. or? Um, no, it stops at, at Baton Rouge because there's okay. actually a scout guy at Baton Rouge. Um, but from Baton Rouge on down. And um, the problem is, it's just manpower. It's just me. And so, you know, it takes enough to create the publication, then to service the clients, and then to work on business development. Thankfully, now I'm start beginning my eighth year, and I, I do feel I'm at the point that I can invest a lot more time into reaching out you know, further beyond just Magazine Street, um, because that's the thing. I mean, being a native New Orleanian, there's a gazillion other businesses out there that I would love to have in the Scout Guide, but it's educating them. I mean, I think a lot of what happens is we what we do, we do so beautifully, so it's automatically stereotyped as expensive. It's actually not. How we're, much does it cost? We're, it's less than $500 a month, um, and that is nothing for print, online, national network, you know, services. But so anyways, it's automatically stereotyped as expensive just because what we're doing, we're doing well. And so it's at, um, educating the local business owner on the services that we provide and how much you can really get by joining forces, not only with the other small businesses in the community, but by joining forces with small businesses at a national level. And you can really teach people to 
support local from anywhere. You know, you don't have to automatically buy something on Amazon that you can go source something from some, you know, another business in another city. So. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Peter Raschuti. I'm talking with Taylor Morgan, owner and editor of the small business directory, The Scout Guide, and Blake J. Stanfill from the business consultancy Trepwise. Blake, uh, same kind of thing. How long is your um, your work with a company? Is it years or months? And uh, and how do you charge them? Do you take a, some companies, for instance, take a, an equity position in a company? What do you do? Yeah, so we have a we have various models that we take. Typically, it's, a, it's an hourly rate that we charge a, a, a client. We have taken equity in some startup ventures um, in the past. Uh, our preferred model is just to do an hourly rate. I mean, our the, some of the challenges that we face aren't dissimilar from what Taylor just articulated in that. You know, folks often think that because when they look at the backgrounds of the folks who work at Trepwise and they see all the clients that we do work with, there's an assumption that our stuff is overly expensive or the costs are exorbitant in some ways, um, we, we have a sliding scale that we use um, that we base on any number of factors, um, whether or not the organization is nonprofit, um, whether or not the, the organization fits within our, the, um, our expressed, our stated mission, um, which, uh, I'm sorry, our, our mission, one of our, one of our values that we have at Tropwise is around equity. And so there's different components of equity that we want to make sure that we're furthering and deepening in our work, um, whether that's um, within the central city community um, that that our office is located in um, working with other with, with disenfranchised owners of of, of color and, and, and other disenfranchised groups we're trying to, to make sure that we um, offer um, pricing that that and services and a, just a suite of, 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 of services that really reflects our commitment to, to equity and, and so on and, so forth. and Blake uh, do you usually come in to solve a specific problem or just you know here's our organization what should we do yeah, so oftentimes we'll have um, we'll have a, a, a client come to us and say, I'm having this challenge, right? Um, I don't have enough time to expand to other places in southeast Louisiana, right? Um, I'm spending, I, we just don't have the capacity to do that. We need some help. So we'll come in, we'll do like a, a essentially, no matter what engagement we're working on, we start off with um, analysis. So we like to extract analysis. We'll do uh, stakeholder interviews in which we talk to staff of the organization or the board or clients, customers. We'll try to understand exactly what is driving um, success, what are driving um, the, the challenges that the business or organization might be facing. I was just thinking of something people would be asking. Um, and this question, I, I guess I'll really ask to both of you is, how do you measure success and how does the client measure the impact you've made? Uh, you know, there's so many variables, difficult to say, I'll only count the ones that said, uh, I got, I heard about you from the scout guide. Uh, what, what do you do? How do you, how do you and the client figure that out? Well, um, that's why it's so important it, that I, I've basically become an extension of their marketing department and I'm an advocate for them year round. And so I'm holding their hand, I'm constantly engaging with them. Um, and then I ingrain into my reader, tell them Scout sent you. Make sure that you are saying that. And most small business owners are savvy enough to say, how did you hear about me? Okay. And um, the Scout Guide has, I have an 85% renewal rate. And so it's working. And by the way, do you renew it each year? Yeah, it's it's once a year, it's and annual. You, when do you reprint? Um, every November is when it launches. Ah, um, 
And so um, whether they, you know, for a lot of these people, they can get one client and, you know, make their money back. And that's why, you know, having it be such a low price, you know, they, they can they can see the results. Um, you know, and some people it's di- posting something on Instagram and getting them, you know, 100 new followers. You know, that's that's what they want out of it. But um, really a lot of what I do for my clients is behind the scenes. It's direct referrals. I mean, the amount of emails and text messages and DMs that I get saying, hey, I need this or do that, da 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 where would you go, what would you do? And, you know, they're obviously paying me to have it be the first off my tongue. And Blake, on your side, um, how do they measure kind of pre-trepwise and post-trepwise? Yeah, so we, we believe that consulting engage- engagements can go awry for a couple of reasons. One is when you aren't clear in what your objectives are and what you want to get out of the consultant relationship. And then the second is when if an engagement goes off track, the, the, the client isn't redirecting. In a, in a way to like to really refocus the work on what it is that you know you want to accomplish, and so we in the very beginning in that like needs assessment phase and the extracting insights phase, like we're trying to understand we're trying to put together actionable work um, that that produces deliverables that produces like actual things that you can use and, and implement. So that in and of itself, the deliverables that we produce you know, or are a success. Like that is a part of the impact that's created is like the the work that the work that we're doing i think um when it goes to like measuring that impact over the long term that's something that we're like that's data and that's information that we're um that we're collecting now what might it look like blake would it be we want to uh, our margins have improved our yeah sales have improved. so of course there's there's leading and, and lagging indicators right so the the lagging ones are going to be all the, the ones around increased profitability and and all the increased revenue like these are all things that we can that we can, those are very measurables uh, very very measurable the 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 leading ones are going to be ones like do we have a plan do we have a strategic plan yes or no um do we have a different org structure did we hire the right people? Do we have the right people in the right spots? Like all those things can be checked off at the end of our engagement. On the lagging ones, they call you a year later and say, you know, thank you. I know I haven't talked in a while, but it's yeah, made you. a big impact. I'm going to give you an extra. No. Uh, yeah. I was thinking, you know what they'll probably do is give you a referral to another client. Right. And, and that is, I mean, so my role is relatively new. We, we uh, My director of growth position was started six months ago um, and it was started four and a half years into the company because we lived off of referrals that that's it was the the good work that we did and then we realized that well you know if we've been doing this in a reactive way and we've we have 12 people or 10 people you know what if we actually were proactive and going out (laughs) and and closing business ourselves and so that's how my role was created i want to give you each uh an example one of the things you'll see in a small town you see this all the time a Walmart moves in and you know the little little guys are wiped out what would you advise if each of you went into that situation let's say you could get those retailers together uh, is there is there hope who makes it who doesn't make it I mean I feel like that's what I do you know people working together creating that community is what keeps them around and vibrant and strong you know the cross promotion factor that we use with the scout guide um, you know we hope that they'll send people to the you know the other businesses um and that they're sharing you know a certain clientele um but and together they could 
fight off the the big boys better? I mean, that's that's my goal think, always. Do they is, do the, some of these are competitors to each other, right? Yeah, a, yeah. But but I will tell you, um, they are competitors to each other. But everyone that participates in the in the Scout Guide believes it's better to keep the dollars local, and so by doing that, they are supporting one another. They would rather them go to the competitor than go outside of New Orleans. That's important, Blake. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would just say that one thing that makes New Orleans great, and but also it could be in Aquila's Hills that we are an insular place, and I think that that is because we we don't have a ton of of resources in, in in New Orleans, but we do have an immense amount of culture and and tradition and 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 things that, that really make us special. And I think included in that is like the unique taste that you see um, that can come out in these boutique um, stores and in, and in small uh, mom and pop shops. And so, so play that up. I, I would I would encourage folks to do exactly this to to be part of the Scout Guide and to to really leverage the fact that you know you know New Orleans is New Orleans and this shop on magazine is a one of one. This isn't something that you could get in you know in insert name of city. All of us agree that supporting our local small businesses is a great thing to do. For most of us, that amounts to going shopping once in a while. For you, Blake and Taylor, supporting our small business community is what you do every day. Because small business makes up the bulk of our economy, your daily efforts ultimately ripple out and affect the whole city. It's been great to see you. Uh, Thank you both for taking the time to join me today on Out to Lunch. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Blake J. Stanfield, Director of Growth at Tripwise, and Taylor Morgan, owner and editor of The Scout Guide New Orleans. You can find out more about Tripwise and The Scout Guide by following the links on our website, itsneworleans.com. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our researcher is Maggie Mendel. You can listen to this show and to past episodes of Out to Lunch wherever you get podcasts, including Spotify and at itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we look like, you can find photos in this show on itsneworleans.com and It's New Orleans Facebook page. These photos were taken today by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Commander's Palace for more business New Orleans style on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday to Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music, and dinner seven nights a week. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas, and by Basics Swim and Gym and Basics Underneath Fine Lingerie, the It's New Orleans Happy Hour podcast, and by Orange Theory Fitness.